Thank you for joining us. This is Happiness, a Skeptic's Guide with Chartered Psychologist and author Dr. Gary Wood and professional skeptic and self-help abuser Paul Flower. In this episode, we look at the difference between goals and resolutions and tips for getting positive outcomes. Along the way are the usual tangents, asides and the odd colourful phrase, all of this in the pursuit of our goal. To find the things that could actually make you happier. So welcome back to Happiness, a Skeptic's Guide for our very first episode in 2022. Yay, I hear you say. Or maybe Yay. not. Oh, oh, that's be- better late than never. So today we want to talk about the obligatory or almost mandatory New Year's resolutions and the idea of the New Year, New You. And that's most people's experience of goals, these ill-fated, well-intentioned resolutions that kind of fizzle out by February. Yeah, there's a a massive pressure, isn't there, I think, on this time of year to basically get your life in order for the new year. You know, you're going to be better this year than any year that's ever come before. And you can challenge yourself and you can do this and you can do that and you should be doing this. And, you know, it, it wears people down, doesn't it? It also assumes there's a narrow window to make changes in our lives. And if you miss out on this special, momentous day that's brimming with significance and symbolism, if you don't get it on that day or that month, then you have to give up in February and then you have to wait another 11 months before you can start again. Yeah, it's like diets, I guess, as well, to a a certain extent. People think, you know, you've got got to do it now when realistically you could do it at any one on any one of the 365 days this year. Totally. And you think that, you know, life's challenges and indeed life's joys and like happiness isn't necessarily put on hold. Treading water for what, you know, 11 months. Mm. Part of making happiness stick is what we looked at in the last full episode so look at goal setting it's a journey isn't it so yeah and goals are often seen uh, in a negative way as well because you say we've got an obsession with setting goals yeah but if we look at goals as a framework or a script for part of our stories so if we know we've talked about the hero's journey there's an element of goal setting there there's an element of of destiny there and and an element of having to do stuff and having a mission so if we can start to see goals as part of our story and how we can work them in to make our lives meaningful rather than just slotting them in for the sake of it so to give give me some specifics here i I think there's an important thing um here to say that you are goals obsessed so i think i'm gonna you know start calling you dr gary goals wood uh in future episodes but well i don't think i'm very happy about that (laughs) these goals are kind of stepping stones on the journey or at least they can be stepping stones on the journey i think so in order to get from a to b there, there needs to be a plan and some of the goals can be short steps on the road to that plan but the word we can use is objectives yeah so we set an intention we set a, a plan and then we review it so plan action review yeah we talk about storytelling that's the hero's journey the hero knew what he wanted set a plan and overcome obstacles and then got it i i did quote and i'm going to quote him again because you most people will have forgotten it, it was so long ago i quoted um chris hadfield who was uh, commander of the international space station who i'd done some work with previously yep. um and he often talks about the fact that he, you know he wanted to be an astronaut but he knew that there were certain things that he had to do so he did well at physics at school and maths and then he had to become a pilot you know because that was one of the things that was going to get him to 
those goals. So the ultimate goal was to be an astronaut, but there were all the micro steps on the way that you you know you have to figure out first. I mean that's ex- that's exactly what we do for anything. It might be a small thing we want to learn or we want to achieve. It might be a, a massive thing that we want to learn. In which case we will break it down into smaller steps. Yeah. So I'm wondering what's your experience so far of New Year's resolutions? I always used to try them, and then I I kind of given up because, like you say, if you're setting an unrealistic timeline on something and you break the resolution, let's say on the 27th of January, and then you don't, you know, you don't then do the thing that you promised to do. But you know, the, the resolution is for the period of the year to a certain extent. So yeah. you know, there's no reason if you break it on the 27th of January, you can't restart it on the 28th. No, no reason at all. So my experience has been generally bad. However, I think I now know of ways to make it better. Okay. So I've got a question for you. So if, seeing as we're talking about happiness, uh, I've got a scale from one to 10. Oh, God. Uh, so it, it could either be how happy are you or how far along your happiness journey are you on a scale of one to 10, with one being not very happy at all and one being just starting out and 10 being supremely happy and I've made it. I think we we probably said this a couple of episodes back in that I would be happy if I could find some equilibrium. You know, there are days when, you know, I'm happy enough. There are days mm. when I'm miserable as sin. I would be happier to try and level that out. Is okay. And that's, you know, that's the, the, the journey for me. You know, how can I get that balance on practically every day okay so if you if you were to give an overall number what would it be an overall number five okay then so what i do in coaching which i, I use this it's called a scaling question in coaching and okay. what people think i'm going to ask next i actually don't ask them so i'm going to ask you how come it's a five and not a four a three or a two or a one. So we're already assuming that five is a good thing. You're doing something right already. Yeah, I'm halfway there. Um, yeah, and, how and come? Halfway is better than because you know we're on episode <laughs> seventeen or sixteen or whatever this one is. Yeah, uh, whatever of, of a journey, you know. And if 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 it wasn't working, then you know we should have given up a long time ago. So, but your but your happiness levels in general. So if you say you know you've put you at a five, in, how come it's not a four or three or two or a one? Um, because I think I am achieving more equilibrium. I know. When I'm down, I know what things that I have done wrong. You know, at the time that they occur, I kind of do know how to adjust them. But it's it's just getting to the lesson quicker, getting to the the, the resolution quicker that I'm I'm struggling with at the minute. So that's why I'm a five. Okay, and, then. and really five is you know I'm I'm saying I'm I'm on the way, but I'm definitely not there. New Year's resolutions tend to be the opposite. And it always is looking for what's not there. And it's important to take stock of what we're already doing that's right. So it might mean that you do a little bit more of what you're already doing. So if I was to ask you, for you to be, say, a a 0.5 along the scale, what do you imagine you might be doing 
that would say it's a solid five and a half. Um, what I might be doing, is, yeah. like I say, I might be getting greater control of, of my emotions at the times when I'm down. So having control of, of you know, an angry reaction to something perhaps, um, which I know it, it has been a, a fault in most of the last 12 months. So rather than kind of jumping to the reaction, I need to be better at stopping myself from jumping. Um, what examples do you have of when you're able to stop yourself? At the minute, I'm generally not able to stop myself. And that that's the problem. Because if the day is a dark one, then, you know, okay. unless I keep myself away from other people with whom those instances will occur then you know i'm gonna i'm gonna struggle so in the past what have you done that's been able to help when you've had an angry action and you've managed to rein it in i want to rein it in before it happens that's that's the thing i don't want to have the reaction um okay i would rather you know have dealt with it in real time and and made sure that it didn't happen or even stopped it kind of at the point that it happens i'm you know take it like we said count to ten Take a deep breath. Stop yourself having the reaction. That's what I need to be doing more of. Okay. So to say that you need to be doing more of it implies that you are doing it. So part of the making happiness stick is to review what you're already doing that's working. Even if it's just a little bit, even if it's just, okay, I nearly flared up, but I did the count to 10 or I I went for a walk or I I did whatever. So that's where we often start in coaching is we take stock of what's already good. What would be good enough for you on that scale? from one to ten so what would be good enough in terms of the level of happiness or yeah, the level of yeah. where i am in the journey level of happiness yeah like you know coming back to the, the equilibrium point i would you know if i could get every day to kind of even out a bit better i don't know even know whether that's achievable then you know a seven would be absolutely fine thanks okay and and that's a really important thing is because what we the whole pursuit of new year's resolutions is this pursuit of perfection and mm. why perfection what would be good enough and so what we've done here for you is we've taken your journey and we've got you at a five now and the journey's from five to seven and we'll do that through small steps that's all you will uh i'm not helping right uh (laughs) (laughs) i knew that and that that's that's what i do in coaching to frame the whole experience so if it's confidence building or it's happiness or uh, that's what we do at the start to frame the journey so we're not starting from we're not starting from nothing we're recognizing good stuff is happening and then we're recognizing that good enough is not necessarily perfection and then we can recognize i've already flagged up the idea of a half point yeah so i think you know so people need to recognize where they are on the journey to what they want to get and you know make take the small steps to get that little bit closer is is what essentially what you're saying and part of this kind of whole new year new you it's 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 the whole big change element, isn't it? It's the the year has changed. The number on the year has changed. So therefore, you yeah. have to change. And you don't necessarily have to change massively. You just got to take out the stuff that you dislike or, you know, improve the stuff that you dislike if you can. Yeah. Or, you know, as, as, as is one of my favorite quotes, if you can't change the thing, you have to change your attitude to the thing. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking of an example then. Yeah. If something just annoys you, you know, so it's somebody, you go to a cafe and it's somebody loudly chews. You can either, you know, ask the person Sorry to leave. About the, that. Yeah. You can, you can either ask the person to leave the cafe. You cannot go to the cafe. You can go to the cafe and put music on or headphones. You can sit further away from the person if you want, or you can think, oh, for God's sake, the man is just chewing. 
So, uh, there are, yeah, so there are a number of ways in which we can uh, address. He doesn't have to be pinning the man to the floor and ramming the cake down his throat and say, you chew that! <laughs> although it sounds like a really good idea <laughs> although, in retrospect. Although it's, sometimes it might be That tempted. would be fantastic. So why don't New Year's resolutions work? Often they are framed in a very negative way. So it's giving. It, they're often giving up. I'm cutting down. I'm I'm losing. Hmm. And there's a there's a psychological thing about you know I'm putting all my effort into losing out, cutting down, and giving up. Yeah. And it's a very negative way to frame things. Yeah. It's much better to move towards something positive. So in terms of you know I'm cutting out whatever. I'm going to eat more healthy. I'm going mm. to have a more varied diet. Are much more positive goals. Yeah. So, in, you know, instead of I have to lose, t- you know, a stone or, you know, 100 kilograms or whatever. No, no, well, nobody's going to be losing 100 kilograms very quickly. But, you know, it, <laughs> instead of that, you're, you're kind of saying, you know, if if I do this, if I eat healthier, I will be healthier rather than setting a, an insane goal of, of trying to or an unreachable goal of trying to, to, to lose it, you know. A certain yeah. amount. I, I can, you can lose weight or you can attain your goal weight, ideal weight. Mm. You decide what a healthy weight is for you. Or you can you just set, you know, a few, take a few pounds or a few kilos off and that becomes your target weight. So you focus on the target rather than on the loss. Yeah. Usually they're vague, yeah. New Year's resolutions. So I'm going to get better at stuff. I'm going to be <laughs> – what does better mean? I'm going to do more. Do more what? So apart from the day counts, you know, you can, I can tick off the days or oh, it's the 2nd of January or haven't had any carbs, feels like a year. <gasps> oh, it's the 3rd of January. You know, and instead of doing that, you set something that it's, it's – so you can actually measure it in more than just a day count. Anything that's punishing you is not really going to work. Is there anything that you're feeling that is – a real wrench okay you've got to overcome some hardship if, if you're going to give up difficult things or or do something better but anything that that you you know you really feel like you're punishing yourself to do it is probably not going to work long term i had a problem i can say a problem with chocolate i used to eat so much chocolate and my way around it was i'm, so, I'm not giving it up i'm just going to switch brands to a more ecologically world consciously friendly brand and then you could only afford so much of it (laughs) and i could only afford so much of it but my corner shop didn't stock it so it became special good yeah so i was and and i actually started to enjoy chocolate more because i used to have chocolate meals sounds great Uh, why have i never been invited around yeah but i used to do that three times a day when I was having about you know nine chocolate bars a day, these were the Elvis years, yeah. Yes, these were the yes, these are the Elvis. So I think yeah, it's not healthy. So now I switched to the brand. I switch brands now. My my approach to that has always been that I would you know I give up things for a period of time. So I might have a a month without chocolate, and I found myself better able to do that than to give something up completely. You know, I can do something for a month. There's no you know that that is no great hardship, and it will do me good to do it that way yeah or replace and replace it with something else yeah so i'm not gonna i'm I'm not having chocolate i'm gonna have this instead you know you still can put building treats they don't always and have to be the same treat and the idea is if you if if you can explore variety in treats you've got a lot more treats to choose from so that's another way to approach it Another one is that why they don't work is often we set unachievable goals so people say i'm gonna be the best in the world at this and you're thinking no, you're not. I mean, I could say now I'm going to train 
to be a world-class Olympic gymnast and roll round the floor in my leotard with a ribbon. Uh, and I was going to say I'd like to see that, but actually I wouldn't like no, to no, see I w- that. No, I don't think I would either. You know, me, but the idea <laughs> is it's not. I could probably do all the training, but it's not achievable I'm going to be world-class. So I can certainly buy the leotard and I can certainly buy the ribbon and I can certainly roll round the floor a lot and I'll probably get a bit fitter, but I'm not going to be world-class. So it's setting something that's achievable to you. Yeah, within your ability. Yes, so it's got to be within your ability. Another thing is to set things that are realistic. So having a starting your diet on the, you know, Christmas Eve is not necessarily a good idea. Or giving up everything together, that's another one. It's mm. probably a combo of realistic and achievable. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to go exercising. I'm going to learn a language. I'm going to write an opera. Yes. Now you're not. Pick something that's, first of all, achievable to you and something that's realistic given your time constraints. You know, you'd have to be about three people and you'd have to be quite miserable. If you've done any management training, so what you're talking about is smart then, isn't it? Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic. Yeah. Time. So the the other thing is open-ended. So you've already said, I'll stick a month on it. You know, so sometimes we start this, I'm going to get healthier, I'm going to get fitter. And there's no end in sight. You need to have an end point. You need to be able to yeah. measure it. So, yes, smart. Or the, the, the slightly amplified version is smarter. Ooh. So we talked about, first of all, being specific. It's the remix, yeah. It's the remix. It's being specific. Being happy is quite vague, whereas doing more things that I know will make me happy is less vague. And Mm. then you have to define what things would they be? What things make me happy? What things will I try? So very specific actions. So you, although it doesn't matter that people, what people's opinions are, I use the idea that can somebody see you doing those things means that if it's an action, it should be observable. Mm. Is it measurable? So how often are you going to do it? For how long are you going to do it? I'm going to do happy things. What things are you going to do? How long? I'm going to spend an hour a week doing happy things. I'm going to spend 20 minutes each day of a morning. I'm going to do so many sit-ups. I'm going to. You can see, you can count them so you know when you're not doing them. So it needs yeah. to be measurable in some way. You can tick it off on your – I'm a big fan of a bar chart, you know, ticking them off, gold stars. <laughs> Achievable, we've mentioned within your powers. Realistic is meant, you know, balancing with what's going on in your life, time constraints. I also mentioned the enthusiastically worded, which is another way of saying it should be more positive. So instead of saying it's negative, I'm going to cut out and give up. You're going to embrace stuff. Uh, I'm going to embrace healthier things. I'm going to do happier things. I'm going to stop being miserable. (laughs) What are you going to do instead? That's the answer. So you, we talked about in motivation. I think we hopefully we talked about it, the idea of moving away and moving towards things is you know that punishment is a is, is a motivator that makes us back off and rewards will make us move towards things. The time bound is to set a date. So you've said you know I can give up for a, I can, you know stop chocolate for a month, or you might say I'm going to hit my target weight within a say I'm going to give myself six weeks. And mm. you work out what's a healthy amount of weight to shed in six. So is it a pound a week? So, you know, some people go, I'm oh, six weeks and I'm going to lose a stone a day. <laughs> and you think, no, you know, it's just, or I'm going to lose a stone a week. No, it or, has to be achievable. That is 
unachievable and realistic. So, or and I'm then you give I'm, up. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a 500 calorie diet and I've just drink rainwater. And you know, you're thinking, well, <laughs> 500 calories. Around, so. <laughs> the body needs about a thousand to 1200 calories just for your organs to work and just to function. So okay. any diets that you're ch- telling you to go on a 500 calorie diet are absolute nonsense. You should not go below a thousand that 1200 calories. Okay. Ideally, what you should do, there is actually, I have to dig it out. There's a formula that can work out how many calories you, you have, and you just reduce by certain amounts. Now, the interesting so, thing is there are websites now where you can look up, you know, all this kind of information. There is there's so much information out there now that, you know, when I was trying to lose weight, I, I would have loved to have been able to, to see all this stuff, you know, to, yeah. to, to envision it, you know. And, and a friend of mine has, has um, done their own weight loss story, lost, lost an incredible amount of weight. And, you know, how they did it was by measuring it and by, you know, saying it's, you know, I'm going to lose this in this period of time and then measure it along the way so that, you know, you know, you are getting there because knowing you are getting there is encouragement on the journey, isn't it? Yeah. And, and of course, they didn't lose weight or they didn't get to their target weight by just reading diet books. They actually no. had to do something. Or, you Precisely. know, flicking through recipes. Oh, look at this. You are, really? you, are, you are a goals man and a man of action. Well, now, sit, sitting there with this, look, at I've got my low-fat recipe book. You know, I'm reading through this, you know, bag of crisps, a bag of scratchings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, lovely... <laughs> You know, the, the idea that you're reading the book and it's going to make a difference. You've got to, you know, you've got to you've back got it to up. Do the other thing was that it needs to be the, the, so E was enthusiastically worded, R was regularly reviewed. So the idea that you said, you know, if you give up on the 26th, 27th, you review and say, okay, what was I doing? What, what didn't go quite right? How do yeah. I need to adjust? And you reframe it all and start again. Don't wait. This is what we do wrong with New Year's resolutions, isn't it? Totally. And that, that's where we came into this. It's that yeah. because we, we've broken it, we've broken the resolution, so therefore we give up trying the, to do the yeah. resolution. Where actually what we should do is what, what made us break and how can we change the circumstances or the situations that led to us breaking? And essentially what we're doing is we're investing so much on the 1st of January as a symbolic date. Yeah. Because we, and what happens when that wears off? Because we haven't got in touch with other motivations, what's making us tick. So not mm. only, what are the reasons? So envisage, you know, for you, you achieving a goal. And our old friend again, Rolls his eyes, Paul does. <laughs> values again. So back to, the uh, values. back to back to those values. Goals, actions, and values. I'm Goal, oh. Gavin for short. Gavin, need the I and N bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll work that out for next time. <laughs> uh, I, I wrote something about resolutions, and I, I looked at the definition of resolution, and uh, it's become quite trivialised. But when you actually start to unpick the definition, it sounds much more. That perhaps, perhaps we should can't get me words out. Perhaps New Year's resolution by new teeth. Speak properly. Yeah, uh, right. A resolution is a decree. It's a declaration. It's a promise. It's an oath. It's a vow. Resolution means determination, steadfastness, tenacity, firmness. A resolution is the upshot, the solution, the answer. It's the positive outcome. It's the preferred end state. It's the future desired outcome. Did you have that written down? Because that was really good. I did have it written down. Yeah, yeah I had it. I, 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 I embellished a bit. You know, you know. It's, Excellent. It's, you know, Serena McKellen's got nothing on me. <laughs> fortunately, uh, right. <laughs> he lost the photos. So, <laughs> so, 
So all of this is kind of when you when you break down resolution into those terms, all of that is too important to be wasted on an arbitrary day. Yeah. It needs a plan. I think I might have mentioned it with the the active uh, reading. But the idea that we form a plan, we take action, we review it, and we set goals to our values so we know that they are meaningful to us in some way. Yeah. yeah so that's it. I, I thought I was going to say something else meaningful then, but obviously I wasn't. <laughs> You've run out of meaningful stuff to say or you haven't got it written down. <laughs> yeah, I've written down. That's it. Out of meaning now. <laughs> run out of paper. Um, but it, what you think about it, when you set a goal or when you use this smarter thing – what you're actually doing is you're telling a story because all stories have a framework. Like they, they, you know, I mentioned the hero's quest. There are different stages. Yeah. You know, you, you watch a film. The film has a structure. It has a narrative. Uh, well, most well, apart from, you know, what Shutter Island. Well, apart from Dune. Yeah. yeah, or, you know, Twin Peaks, postmodern. <laughs> uh, but the idea is, is that usually what we're trying to do with any goal-setting formula is to write a different story. We're using those as like aid memoirs so we okay. know this is this bit of the story needs to be here, this bit needs to be here, and then we act upon it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a script, it's stage direction. I hear you. Well, Happy New Year to you. We don't sound I very hope... convinced. No, I'm not... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I do mean well, it. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And I hope you've enjoyed this uh, elongated version, actually. Uh, we we normally tend to try and stick to 20 minutes, but uh, having given you a couple of bonus episodes over the uh, festive season, we thought going into a new year and with all the pressures that come upon it, an elongated version was uh, what was needed for the 1st of January. Is it elongated? Thanks for... Bearing with us on this uh, epic journey. Our next episode will actually be on Blue Monday, or the day before Blue Monday, because we always come out on a Sunday, but uh, it will address the issue of Blue Monday and other things around it. I don't think we need to bother. I mean, mean, there's about half an hour here, isn't there? We might do with it, can't we just... We'll we'll do one in March. Do one in March. (laughs) That's it. Right then. Okay. Happy New Year and happy goal setting. And don't mess too much around with the 1st of January. It's an arbitrary day. Get your motivation sorted. Connect with your values and get a plan. Yeah. There are 365 days in this year. Uh, You know, if you waste one of them, who cares? It's not a leap year, is he? No. Are you sure? 2022. (laughs) No, I'm not sure. That was and is Happiness, a Skeptic's Guide with Paul Flower and me, Gary Wood. In our quest to make happiness stick, this time we compared goals and resolutions and how to get the best positive outcomes. Next time we look at the impact of trust and truth on happiness and well-being. If you liked our podcast, do make it your goal to like, follow and share it with others. And if you've really enjoyed it, you can support the show at buymeacoffee.com forward slash skepticsguide.